I hate being pushed to do anything. If you like ask me nicely or tell me or whatever, if you leave it up to me, I'll do it. I'll do more difficult things than I was supposed to do. But if you push me to do it, I'm out. Let different people thrive in different environments. So the same thing doesn't really work. So for some people, when they're pushed into a corner, their creativity comes out. But for some people, their creativity comes out when they're left in the open when you know there's peace of mind so again different strokes for different folks but I work this way I don't like being pushed hey guys welcome back to the show Punya Adhoda is a stand-up comic and a writer most known for being part of the writing team at the Netflix production Masaba Masaba apart from a lot of other things too in this episode, we talk about a whole lot of things. We talk about how it's important to dabble and try different th- things out in life because apparently we only have one life. <laughs> Actually, we joke about this part too. Uh, but uh, the fact that specializing or restricting yourself to one thing in life doesn't get you to live life to the fullest. We also talk about the importance of not always comparing yourselves to others, especially when you work within a team. And then most importantly, we talk about how your life is like dumb biryani. You heard that right. Punya gives us one of the best conclusions or last messages we have had on the show. So stay tuned for that. I'm sure it's going to be something that's funny and very intriguing too. So yeah, if you like the intro or you like Punya's work or you like where this episode's heading, then consider smashing the like button and showing the YouTube algorithm what's up. It's only going to take you a second, but it really, really helps us get the word out there. And if you are listening to this over audio, then consider connecting with me over Instagram and letting me know your thoughts there. Cool. Let's get right into the episode then. This is episode 32 with Punya Arora. done a podcast in person though yeah yeah the, all that in person only <laughs> oh is it okay yeah there's Rupin Paul he's a comic in Bangalore yeah and he's been doing a really nice podcast for a long time what's the theme like um he mostly started with comics but he talks to people from different professions okay and he picks a theme with you okay so I don't remember the first theme that we did because we did two and the second one I liked a lot okay it was about being your own boss Okay, okay. And we should talk about that too, but... Uh, <laughs> that yeah. was a thing. And then one was Kritath. He's also a comic. Okay. His was walks of life. But like, if you're doing one profession, what is something else? Like your hobby, interest, something else. So that was his thing. Yeah. And one more I did in Bombay, which I really liked, was uh, like a couple of people where they are now and where they might be in a year or two or whatever kind of Got it. Of yeah, yeah. So got it. That's all. Not that many, but yeah. 
the, I usually ask all our guests this, and by the way, it's already started. Just oh, so you know, okay. yeah, there's no there's no start or end to this. Okay, oh, it'll probably go on for two days, and we'll oh. still be here. I'm just letting you know your writers are <laughs> trying to reach you, and it's like not happening. Feel like a prisoner suddenly. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's usually the kind of vibe we like Great, to you know. Love like, it, love it. Not psychotic <laughs> at all. It's perfect. Later, we'll have some of those plants and flowers scenes as well, and it, it all just ties well with the narrative. So. Great. No, but uh, I usually ask all our guests, and most of them are like, "Yeah, I've been on podcasts before, but it's one of the first ones where we're sitting down and actually having a conversation, as opposed to doing it remotely and whatnot." I think because of lockdown, but I'd done these before yeah, lockdown, yeah. so right. that's why. And also lockdown, I kind of went MIA. Like, oh yeah, I just decided that you know the world is on pause, so so am I. Okay. I just didn't do anything. <laughs> I tried one or two online shows and I really didn't enjoy the Zoom experience. I found it very soul sucking. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I said it's okay. Yeah. The earth can take a break. Uh, so, so can, can I. I. Yeah. Exactly. So then I just paused everything and I didn't do much. Yeah. I took a few online classes for fun and whatever. Like you gave no, them No, no, I I I learned. Yeah, uh, were, so that's you... another thing about me. I like to learn new things a lot yeah. since I was a kid. That's my thing. Yeah, yeah. So I just found new things to learn online and did that. Yeah. Took a few classes, felt nice. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Good. I, I had a lot of guests uh, on the show too who spoke about this uh, where they tried to do the whole online thing with, you know, their regular, uh, you know, line of business and music online to magic shows online. And it's just not the same feel because yeah. you're not sitting and interacting with people, right? Yeah, but some people thrived. In that environment, I really saw some people. Maybe their people interaction was something was off about it. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. But some people really thrived on this online scene. I saw them like really come out of their shell, and I was like, man, this is really working for some people yeah. because they could reach out to people on Zoom all over the world and things like that. Yeah. So for some people it was like a great this thing. <laughs> yeah. For some maybe not so much. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I just didn't enjoy online shows, uh, doing performing comedy online. But um, I think that feedback is so key, right? It's that yeah, you, you get that yeah. connection with the audience. Yeah, right? the lag is really annoying, and also like. Some people didn't want to put their cameras on. Maybe they had like stuff going on in the back in their house, yeah. and then some people didn't want their mics to be unmuted because maybe there was noise in their house. Some people were unmuting their mics, and they had noise in the house. <laughs> so it was just like yeah, all over the place. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you want to look at it as a fun experience, fine. But as work, it was starting to seem like a very frustrating this thing. Yeah, and of course, I'm. privileged to a certain extent that i could afford to say okay i am not going to do anything yeah uh for this amount of time mm. um my heart really went out to people if they like i know they had to survive on like daily wages whatever but uh, i couldn't do it yeah i was yeah. like for my mental sanity and mental peace i just cannot right yeah was, if you think about it right the uh, with how movies and content is now getting uh, you know so e- so easily and widely accessible right it, the experience of you going down and sitting in a theater or in you know and going to the movies you don't have the i mean you do have the option of getting up and walking away but how many people really do that and this movie is really really bad right yeah. so you sit down and then you're like i i'm in it for the 2 hours of whatever yeah. i paid for so you're, you're part of it but here you're like 
I can just stop watching any time and you yeah. know get out and you know do yeah. whatever I want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was the other thing. Or like stop watching one thing, start watching another. Yeah. That yeah. option was there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think I've left a theater even if the movie even if I've not liked a movie. <laughs> yeah. Just the experience. Like I've come all the way. I found parking. <laughs> Bangalore's <laughs> issues. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and watching no, the, I'm watching the next movie also, and I'm yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. That option of switching to different content or doing something else is yeah. there. So yeah, yeah it's, and also our attention spans have changed. Like even the way people watch content, Instagram only within the lockdown went from having one minute IGTV and one minute two reels. Yeah. So. I just wonder yes. what's next, dude. It's just so weird. I think next is going to be like five second clips. <laughs> just literally, people, as they scroll, you can watch a whole yeah. like a kick of dopamine, kick of dopamine, yeah, kick of dopamine. Yeah. Oh yeah, I feel good now. This is yeah. awesome. Yeah, and I think uh, this whole uh, situation now is. Um, you know gotten creators to think so much about the content they put out yeah. because people can easily choose to you know like stop watching or stop consuming yeah. your content so that whole uh, if you don't think about the hook yeah. you don't think about yeah. you know like that intrigue you're yeah. screwed you know? and some people are really killing it like i was just, i don't know where they find the consistency to come up with like regular like even 15 second content on like a regular basis is not easy you have to think of something you have to plan okay i'm going to shoot these many then post all week it's tough yeah. it's hard out there it like it's also easier to a large extent because the internet is now accessible to so many people and things like that but i think it's also hard because there are that many more people and everyone is like you see just people are just working hard and hustling <laughs> Yeah. It's amazing but it's also like scary. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'm just I think tired within the first 5 minutes of going on Instagram I'm already tired. Yeah. And yeah, it's so hard to um differentiate yourself from the rest because the threshold is so small yeah. now, right? Yeah. It's so easy for you to just pick up your phone, switch on the selfie cam and just shoot whatever you feel like. Yeah. But like you said, I think that 15 second of content too is so I mean that it people are successful usually put in quite a bit of thought yeah and you know that's what kind of seeps through and you see people coming back to you know like yeah. experience the same thing i think that's one of the things maybe a lot of people realized in the lockdown is that you know some people like oh ye bloggers kya karte hain they just put a video fine whatever <laughs> blogging is so easy i think in the lockdown a lot of people tried it and realized that man it's not easy <laughs> it's also work like it seems like it's not yeah. but it's work <laughs> man everything is just so much work so we so when we started the show it was uh, just after the second lockdown i think and i had this uh, uh, not idea but i had this uh, push to also maybe do the remote bit of content where let me shoot it from my place and we'll have someone else from their place and we, and like you said accessibility wise yeah, right you yeah. can reach out to anyone around the world exactly yeah but yeah. then i'm like it's not the same thing as sitting down and in this case ordering coffee or yeah. making coffee sitting or having a conversation person yeah. as opposed to you know you saying am i on mute am i not on mute what's yeah. happening can you hear me <laughs> and that first tune it's on zoom of like am i audible yeah. can you see me <laughs> the most annoying oh God, it's crazy and and yeah. finally i decided to you know go the other other way which is one to have the person in front of me and two 
also to go away from the 15 second thing and go super long yeah, part yeah 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 so uh, we, i was talking to previous guest about it too and i feel obviously everyone's looking at you know like you know shorter content attention span all of that yeah. but i think there is also the other side of the coin which is yeah. people might you know where to find the right people who have the patience or might realize there's some benefit from you know maybe expending that much time on one kind of content yeah right i also think like every content has its own audience yeah. and you just need to find yours yeah yeah some so, sometimes it takes long sometimes you get it really quickly but i think everything has an audience you just need to find it yeah yeah for sure cool so i i think normally i don't ask our guests of this because i would have al- already given an intro oh. you know to you but <laughs> but how would you describe yourself who what would oh, you man. say now this is the like i like to ask these generic questions because i just hate <laughs> this describe yourself question no, i don't know i'm just to see how you're reacting now is why i'm asking <laughs> this but yeah is it like is for people who pick, don't know you how would you best describe it so i have to pick like five words or just like <laughs> no no let's not go that way <laughs> i am a punjabi that's more south indian because i've been born and brought up in bangalore nice <laughs> and i um i love biryani okay that's really <laughs> I like this. <laughs> As, I think the main thing people need to know about me is this that I love biryani. You want me to cancel It's, the coffee and get you biryani <laughs> instead? <laughs> yeah. No, you can get that also later. No, but okay. I love love biryani and uh, I now thought about it and lost track of what I was going to say that's how much I love biryani. <laughs> and i really the other thing about me is that i like to keep learning new things i'm just constantly learning i'm very restless and i'm constantly learning new things and awesome. that's that and to sum it up i love my mom she comes up a lot in conversation so i may as well just tell you yeah, yeah. that i know people love their mom but this is like really, a different level yeah yeah every every second thing is like oh my mom says my mom says oh, <laughs> i love my mom it's awesome. uh, she pays me for it also but <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the best kind of bond. Yeah, that's <laughs> like bond, yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think that there, there's so many things we can talk about, and I'd like to you know really jump into so many of them. And I think your the story of your life itself is what you said, which you which is you've tried a lot of things and you've learned yeah uh, along the way. And I think you uh, described something over the call yesterday, which I subscribe to as well, which is. uh you have only one life so you know you need yeah. to kind of get the you know experience all facets of yeah. it or if you're intrigued by it just do it i just keep saying this you have one life we don't know that for sure by the way I like mean, nobody knows i mean do you want to really ruin it but no, i mean <laughs> nobody yeah. knows for sure there may be yeah. more but in this one <laughs> this entire show is going to take like a complete 180 when talking about philosophy and we're going to talk about after life and what not uh, i don't like, know about that but i just i i've really been thinking about it like people keep saying this like oh you have one life you have one life i'm like what if we don't yeah but uh, in this one i'd like to do many things yeah. but next one maybe it'll be lazy <laughs> like a lockdown to your entire life <laughs> and like take yeah. like a break and like just relax no but i i really find this interesting where i see people like everyone is like a lot of people pick what they want to do and they stick to it some people love their work and yeah. some people don't or whatever but it's like oh i've done this i've picked this i'm doing this or people change their line of work and say okay i was doing this and now i'm doing that great but i i want to do like many things so i did photography i learned to a level where i'm a proper professional 
But now I don't want to do. I want to do something else. I'm not saying I'll never do that again. Yeah. But then I got into comedy and like this I want to do a bunch of things. And I feel like they all somehow connect in some way and maybe not also in some way. Yeah. But I don't want to have just like one career and be done with it. That yeah. is for sure something that I really feel strongly about. <laughs> right. Yeah. But w- what do you have to say for people who might ask you uh you know you have a lot of these um uh, let's say forget entrepreneurs i mean just anyone who's made it or who's you know in as part of the struggle right they say that good things take time yeah yeah and for the, sure. and uh, so so if it does take time then how do you jump from one thing to another i mean like you know it's a balance there right because it's a little tricky yeah but i was doing photography for what 8 years and in that 8 years within that eight years i also was a visiting faculty at light and life mm. uh, academy in uti within that eight years somewhere in the beginning i worked at uh, some one of these e-commerce uh, places where i was like this mintra jabong this kind of thing mm-hmm. i mean that company shut now where mm-hmm. i work mm-hmm. but one of these e-commerce places um within that i also assisted a photographer in bombay then i set up my own studio so this was happening over a span of 8 years mm. so in that i feel i did quite a bit uh, specialized in people photography underwater <laughs> and learned it to the yeah. max where now yeah. if somebody asked me to do it i can do it in my sleep also to be very honest right um so somewhere towards that end of that 8 years is where comedy sort of started where in the evenings i would go for open mics so yeah. it's not like i left one completely went to the other it was like a gradual and it wasn't a conscious decision of oh i'm leaving photography to do stand up it wasn't that i was like okay i'll keep doing photography also on the side it's just comedy made me so much like so much more busy that i couldn't get to photography anymore right which also made me realize oh i don't feel like doing it at this point that mm. doesn't mean i may never do it um but i just felt like okay this is something that i'm more invested in right now so it was like a very gradual like 8 years of doing this then gradually moving here and now it's been 5 years of me doing comedy yeah and somewhere in this 5 years i got this writing uh, assignment so it's been a very gradual thing i also uh think like you know I don't know how if this is philosophy or logic or whatever I don't I you don't def- even know You are definitely inching us towards that philosophical But side But I feel <laughs> like okay I feel like you get what you need in life when you need it Got it So I think there was a point in my comedy as well mm-hmm. I think there was a point in my photography where I needed something else something new something exciting and I found that in terms of stand up I wasn't even looking for it and i feel like somewhere while doing stand up which i'm still doing by the way it's not that i started writing so i've left stand up comedy yeah but i think somewhere i needed something new like a challenge maybe and i think it found me so i feel like whatever you need comes to you or at yeah. least i believe that right right and so i think i needed a challenge at at that point something new something exciting and i this writing thing found me so i feel my life also takes that course somehow that new things keep finding me even if i'm not looking for them yeah yeah so but i think that that 
I think it relates to you just trying all these different things. Yeah, right? for sure. If you didn't try any of this and you just, yeah. just sat at home in your pajamas, nothing yeah. would happen, right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and I think it's when you st- I, you I think you dedicated a good portion of your life to photography. Yeah, and then from there you decided to you know try your hand at yeah. uh, writing because like and then stand up as well yeah. and all of these also have that their own creative side and we'll get to that yeah. too. So what I mean to say is it's not a quick switch. It's not like oh I'm doing photography. आज मैं बोर हो गई मुझे नहीं करना. It's Correct. not that. I I want to put in time also so if even if it takes me the next thing whatever stand up and writing suppose I'm doing it for 20 years I'm not saying that I'll stop yeah. but I may in the middle do something else as well I may do something new something different yeah um but this there's a base that keeps going it's like layers it's yeah. like you keep building on that yeah. so tomorrow if I feel like doing a shoot or if I'm called to do a shoot which is really exciting I can still pick up my photography gear and go do it. Yeah, it's yeah. not like I won't do it. It's not like I've left it completely. I just feel like I'm adding on. Yeah. Uh, Are you getting gigs though for photography? I do once in a while yeah. uh, because it's very word of mouth. I don't advertise it as such. Yeah. Uh, but if I get something exciting through word of mouth, I take it. Yeah. 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 So like I shot book covers for Anuja Chauhan. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, that's after I. like sort of got into comedy okay but uh, i still thought was a, that was a really exciting shoot so i went and did it so yeah. if i get something exciting i always take it up yeah and and underwater photography is not like in your backyard swimming pool yeah. i mean it'll be in some exotic nice place for yeah. most bit at least right yeah. so that way you get to travel too so why not yeah so yeah. underwater is something that's no i mean i haven't shot much of after the uh like one set of shoots that i did yeah um but that's also again i'm not advertising it not putting it out there but i feel like there'll be a moment where i'll feel like doing so i'll put out something and say okay if somebody's interested or and now with the internet there's also the, the accessibility reaching other artists you can just put out something saying you want to collab yeah yeah and you find people yeah for so sure so yeah. it i think it works out that way sure we have a prospective guest actually do you know vivin vivin ambrose Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He works yeah. with Anoop Jaikat, and yeah, he works so with a lot of people. So I don't know him personally, but I've seen his because I know Anoop. Okay. So I've seen his uh, content. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he we've been in talks for a while now. His his schedule's just literally yeah. all over the place, yeah. and he's never here. So uh, we'll be having him on the show soon. But he's another guy who's into underwater photography. He they are properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. to learn did a few shoots and whatever. They are like regularly diving, shooting things like that. So yeah, yeah. There's this proper like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think we should talk about just writing in general. And okay. um, I personally, ever since I started creating content, right? So not just. the podcast itself uh, which obviously there's a process behind most of the content you create right there's like how do you approach it so we obviously had to lay down that foundation but we started creating standalone pieces on youtube right. so it's when i got into that mm-hmm. and i started um, understanding the nuances of writing and you know scripting your content out is when i realized that this comes with so many other benefits because you know you're constantly you're you're like i was telling you yesterday i think it kind of keeps your mind lubricated and kind of right. gets you to you know think truly outside the box right right so uh and i think a lot of people today just uh, don't write or don't do anything that create in that creative aspect obviously there are hobbies or things that they might do to blow off some steam but um, i think creatively keeping yourself updated is so key and i think you have been doing that 
even before you got into conventional writing which yeah. is with stand up too you were writing and i think that's been a habit that stuck with you yeah, right yeah yeah so i mean have you seen a bit of a challenge changing from stand up to this because i'm sure it's very different ball game altogether right no i just i uh, i expected it to be mm-hmm. a very big challenge and it is it is it's not easy <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah. there is a format to it to screenplay to dialogue to things like that there's a format to it and the moment you start grasping that it's it starts to flow at yeah. least yeah. i can say that yeah. and also i'm really lucky to have my first project be um, at netflix production <laughs> no not that okay. uh, i'm really lucky that my first project was with people who were um very supportive and encouraging mm. and kind and i say kind in the sense that you know when you're new you're going to make mistakes yeah and i think if somebody around you builds a fear of making a mistake that's when you don't grow that's when you don't learn correct but if people are like yeah it's fine this is how you know this is how it can be done well or this is how this is supposed to be done if they're nice about it um i think that helps you you know you feel relaxed you feel Gosh, calm and you're like okay this is this is not it's not that big a deal because some people get really make you feel like oh this is the end of the world what have you done yeah. and and you uh, see those kind of people in all walks of life right that there's, yeah, there's a one character yeah, yeah, yeah. like who's doing yeah, this yeah yeah uh, like where that e-commerce website that i worked uh, as a photographer for a while i think my boss was a very difficult person and for no reason mm, mm. so you come across all sorts of people everywhere but that's why working with this team on masaba masaba i think it was the nicest uh, experience that i could have i didn't even know i needed or <laughs> i didn't even know i could ask for yeah. but the team was so supportive so encouraging and just nice nice people nice to work with so i got to learn i got to you know experience it well hmm. and i think that made a huge difference yeah yeah so, so for sure and of course like that made me more interested and inclined towards it also because i was like are this is so much fun you know the work environment was fun as well yeah so i think that's what made me like it more Mm, um yeah. no it's not just the writing of it or the or the screenplay or the format or the story it was also the people that i worked with i think i lucked out on that <laughs> with my first team being that way yeah and i mean you see stress and you see pressure and pretty much any work yeah, yeah. industry right yeah for sure and the last thing you want is for you to be stifled from a creative or from yeah. a, you know from this whatever you're bringing to a table perspective mm. right the last thing you want is that and yeah I think in a job like this when you're when I think creativity is what makes the entire ball roll I think it's so important for you to have that freedom to create yeah yeah and not all mistakes are literally the end of your yeah. life your life everything the yeah. production <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah yeah no but you are right that's that's true that's exactly what i was saying it's yeah. uh, and also different people have different uh, i wouldn't say learning curves but also different environments that they thrive in so true so one of the examples that i like i always remember is you know I, have you ever learned swimming yeah i mean school? yeah 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 were no. you thrown in the deep end yeah yeah right <laughs> so there are i feel different types of kids but the 
most coaches take that approach where they're like, okay, this person has learned. I will throw him or her in the deep end. And because they have to survive, they will get to the other point. I was somebody, when I was learning swimming in school, I've learned and I hate being pushed to do anything. If you like ask me nicely or tell me or whatever, if you leave it up to me, I'll do it. I'll do more difficult things than I was supposed to do. But if you push me to do it, I'm out. Yeah. This coach pushed me into the deep end. Same coach who, by the way, has trained other people who've become national level sw- level swimmers. So I'm not saying that his coaching method was wrong. Yeah. But I'm saying that his coaching method didn't apply to all kids. It was wrong for you. Yeah. Because he pushed me in the deep end. And instead of swimming the length, I swam sideways. <laughs> got out of the pool. And as a kid, I was I was so annoyed. Even as a kid, I, I swam sideways. I got out. I said, I want to go to the toilet. And he said, yeah, okay, go, come fast, whatever, whatever, whatever. I went, I told my mom, yeah, I'm done. Because yeah, yeah. your parents are waiting on the side. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, yeah. She's like, finished. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm done. I went and I changed and I never went back. You were done for good. I was done for good. And it's so sad because I enjoyed swimming till that point. But I was just over it. I was not having it. So I feel like different people thrive in different environments. And same coach has had trained somebody by throwing her into the deep end and she became some national level swimmer and things like that. But for me, that didn't work at all. (laughs) I learned swimming now then finally. Like when I learned uh, and when I wanted to get into underwater photography, (laughs) <laughs> As an adult, I've gone and learned. And you waited for that coach to retire. No, but on my own terms. I'm like, I will learn on my own terms. Yeah, uh, yeah. Of course, they don't push adults. That's, <laughs> you uh, will find one of those coaches. <laughs> thank God I did. But uh, that's the other thing I feel. That different people thrive in different environments. So the same thing doesn't really work. So for some people, when they're pushed into a corner, their creativity comes out. But for some people, their creativity comes out when they're left in the open when you know there's peace of mind so again different strokes for different folks but I work this way I don't like being pushed into a corner um I'll get the work done but I my creativity won't thrive in that environment so for me it's that way and with writing I lucked out with this team because they're the nicest people that I could work with and I didn't feel like pressured at any point. Like when we finished also, I was like, are you done? Also, my role in terms of writing in the first season was different. Mm. Whereas now in the second season, it's increased. It's a lot more because I've learned and I know more. Yeah. Uh, and at that time, I was just learning. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess. It's great that you got to learn at that, you know, at that uh, yeah. you know, level. I also used the lockdown because I enjoyed the process. Yeah. Then I used the lockdown to take some classes online um, to get to know more about screenwriting and things like that. Because yeah. this is not something I thought of exploring earlier. Yeah. But when I got the opportunity and enjoyed it, I was like, hey, let's see what this is about. And I'm also somebody who's very curious and restless. So if I like something, I'll start researching oh. and... Just get online, what I can read about it, what I can watch about it. So yeah. I'm that kind of person. So then I did that as well. And that was. So, yeah. 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 No, I, I, I get what you're saying with uh, each person being very, you know, very uh, thriving in different environments, if you will. Uh, and I think that's where the, a big or a good leader comes into play. Right. When they understand where you're coming from, who you are, your personality, and then see 
this is the skill set that he or she was hired for but then you know we know how to get the best out of him or her yeah. it's by ensuring that he or she is comfortable yeah. i think that's the key right and yeah. a lot of people lose out there because they all have this whole um, t-shirt sizing or what do you call it one size fits all mechanism and they say i i've seen this works for everyone it yeah. should obviously work for this person yeah. too yeah. and and the funny thing is your compare everything is relative right yeah. in this world you are in a t- team let's say a team of five writers so it's inevitable that you're going to be compared with the other four people in some form you or the other you know not necessarily i mean i'm th- that's where the good leader would come into play and then yeah, say that where fair, the team yeah. are you know they know why why would we put this person up against that because they both have very different strengths yeah true, true yeah true. but then more often than not we default to this mentality and they're like i'm i'm leading a team of 100 yeah. I, i mean 99 of them are okay with it god knows if they're okay with it but yeah. they just they just you know keeping up with it yeah. and this one person who complains like Why is she complaining? Yeah. Why is he complaining? Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, come on! I've been doing this for donkey's years. Yeah, but it's so funny, right? I mean, yeah. it's you have to really find what works for the particular person. Yeah. Otherwise, you again end up being like the other person, and you don't want that. Yeah. And yeah. And like you said, the team leader, of course, yeah, makes a difference because I think they are the ones that you know. Yeah. Uh, can either motivate you, and they have to get the best work out of you, basically. Correct. So I think yeah, and in this case, um, so w- working with Sonam Nair, who is the head writer and the director of the show, she I think is somebody I one got to learn so much from. But I think this is the first time I experienced that you can work without being compared, mm. and everyone can bring their skill set and. Uh, contribute and they have value too. Yeah, yeah. So it was a nice experience. <laughs> it is still a nice yeah, experience. Yeah, it's still a nice. <laughs> That's the right, best way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Sonam just just me, you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> like clarifying that. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> still. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I meant in terms of first project, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. Uh, but but how is the 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 transition like? I mean, from. never being and also actually let's take another step back how did you even get to be part of something like this because it's not like someone just walks up to me and says hey you want to be part of this netflix <laughs> production how does this work dude i mean how did you get up there i uh, so i've been doing comedy for a while yeah and uh, how i really how i ended up getting it was um uh, i was at i was doing a tedx talk where sonam was also doing her tedx talk sonam and a year later she got this show and thought okay this person might be able to bring something valuable to the show um is also because i so my mom is a single parent mm-hmm. and i have a stand up special called meri maaki <laughs> where i talk about it uh, i talk about how my mom is a single parent and how i've never met my dad and i talk about her divorce and i talk about things like that mm-hmm. and of course with humor yeah So I mentioned some of this in the uh TEDx that I did. And I think a year later when she got this show um Masaba's Masaba's story. So this is a show where they've taken real life uh events and stories and fictionalized yeah. it. So some of it is true, some of it is fiction, but it's all a mix and it's a show at the yeah, end of the yeah, day. Yeah. Um but Masaba's story is that she's of an unconventional childhood and at the time uh, the show starts with her getting a divorce and I think maybe something to do with the topics on the show um had Sonam thinking that maybe this person can bring something interesting to the mm-hmm. table and that's how I sort of got called and the 
she met me and the people met me and the team met me and they liked me so they said okay let's give this a shot yeah. i was very clear that i've not done something like this yeah before yeah, yeah. but um she said yeah that won't be a problem we'll do it so, yeah, yeah which is awesome right yeah. i mean and and how did she, how did she decide to put you into the writing side of things i mean again where also as a stand up i write my own uh, content right right so uh, in terms of writing there is that Okay. Uh, that we do write our own content i have written a considerable considerable amount of content by this point in right. terms of stand up not that she'd seen all of it but uh, there is that you know the person can at least yeah. do that yeah. and i don't think i was specifically got to do exactly that's what i wanted to ask you right yeah. right it was more about bringing something to the story or bringing ideas uh being part of the team mm, uh mm. basically and i think the other writers on the team are already very strong so it was not about having a strong writer as such but it was about uh bringing something uh to the team mm. but um, yeah it uh, it worked out well overall yeah did you get a say in that did you get an like to choose whether you ha- you were going to be part of the writing team of sorts or yeah was they- i mean I mean in the sense where you like you said you weren't brought in to just be part of the writing group. No, I was brought in to be part of the writing. Okay, so okay. Yeah, but then like you said I think it was to bring that flair or something yeah. your knowledge that you yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. But I think best aligned from the writing perspective. Yeah, but it was clearly for, from the writing perspective. Okay, okay. So, That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. I think one one thing I've uh, I found very intriguing and we spoke about that too at length yesterday which is you like to take things very lightly. and you like to like you know just be like chill relax we've had a lot of people on our show too who have just been like that's 100% not true oh is it yeah but <laughs> what, what are we talking about yesterday I, then <laughs> no i believe that's how things should be taken <laughs> yeah and that I'm, is the ideal situation that is the ideal and i'm trying to work towards it and get to it god knows <laughs> um but i am somebody who's very hard on myself who's yeah. very very critical yeah. who's just uh just <laughs> so but that is what makes me realize that no the the right approach is to not take things seriously to take things like so it's almost like i it's a constant reminder to myself all the time to do things that way uh whereas otherwise i'm a very you ask my mom she'll tell you that i am one of the most difficult people <laughs> in the sense that i'm very very hard on myself very critical just uh just one of those artists who's not happy like i've done something i'm like no it can be better it can be better it can be better but uh, i think she keeps me sane and she is my reminder of that things should not be taken too seriously and you should take things lightly yeah. so <laughs> i do believe in that and i am working towards it yeah, as yeah. i believe everyone else should also <laughs> uh that's why i say that okay yeah no that's good i think uh, the first thing is for you to proclaim the second is for you to start working yeah, towards it and just get to it yeah <laughs> is the beginning of it so yeah, yeah yeah and anyway you are paying your mom for this so which is okay like like <laughs> you said so it's completely fine yeah. but no but uh, I, how did you uh, how how was the transition in terms of that where um, you were earlier writing content for yourself and now you were part of a team that you know uh, you had to work with them and ensure there's like a deadline and you had to get things out there and i think one more thing you just touched upon is perfectionism and you know just ensuring that 
it looks okay but it can be better yeah. you know but i think everyone deals with that right yeah, yeah, to a yeah. good degree yeah, so how sure. did you manage both of these things moving from just being your own boss to now actually having a boss and also this whole it's, threshold of content so i also like working with people yeah. that's the other thing it's not that i like working just like, alone <laughs> in terms of stand up yes not i like love not like a loner and sitting in the no, corner no, no. <laughs> so in yeah. terms of stand up yes when you're on stage you're by yourself Yeah. that you are your own boss there's no doubt about that but at the same time because this is this is a project this is on a project basis sort of thing it's not like for your life yeah yeah um i enjoy that yeah. so it's it's like a little break from thing and you get to be part of a team and you get to do this and then you get to go back uh to that so i think i enjoy that uh mm. also because i enjoy working with people at times mm. so it works out well for me that way yeah. uh but um in terms of writing content for myself as a stand up i don't think i'm writing content for myself mm. i'm writing content by myself but i am still writing content for others, for others. Yeah. um i know that i start with i can only make somebody laugh on if i find something funny Uh, if i don't find something funny there's no way i can convince you yeah. but at the end of the day even if i find something funny i have to write it in a way think about it in a way where i can make you laugh about the right. same thing right. so i still feel as stand up comics we are writing content for others only we are not writing it for ourselves yeah. uh, there is a large part of self involved and it is by yourself but it's for an audience i yeah. mean without the audience what am i doing with these jokes yeah, right sure. so yeah. no making yourself last for sure yeah, yeah. alone but for how long <laughs> yeah so yeah. yeah it is still for an audience yeah and yeah. i think we in the lockdown especially that was such a big realization that without the audience suddenly you know <laughs> i saw a lot of comics go like wait a minute what <laughs> What is my life? What are my jokes? I mean, maybe not that extreme. I don't know. I am only talking for myself, but uh, it yeah. suddenly felt like, oh, yeah, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, you need somebody to laugh at your jokes. Need to take too. things lightly. Need to take things lightly. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I think the lockdown was a huge realization in terms of. Uh, I th- I'm sure people realize it before as well the audience is really important but this the, is so in your face right yeah there, we really <laughs> felt it yeah, so yeah, yeah. um yeah it's yeah. still for others so for me I think I'm I've always been writing content for somebody else yeah. so it wasn't that uh, this was different in the sense that this was somebody else's story and it it was a completely different thing I'm not writing stand up there are scenes it's a show yeah. I didn't know how this world works so it was exciting but also there was it was completely different so it's not the same but again it's 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 the same in one sense mm. in that you're telling a story and you're telling a story to the audience yeah. so that way there was that little similarity where there's still that connect and you know that everywhere you go people still like to laugh so you take that everywhere but uh it was so different at the same time yeah yeah and and this this is something we asked our previous guest so actually it just came up and again surprisingly it's come up here too but what is your answer to perfectionism how do you handle and deal with this on a day on day basis i, I can already see you like shaking your head <laughs> and like what the <laughs> but, yeah. i am learning that uh, <laughs> there is no such thing <laughs> i 
Uh, I'm just saying it out loud right now. It's so liberating. You can listen to this again and again too. Man, just I'm gonna take this clip and just play it over and over to myself only. Yeah. You only said it, so please remember. There is really no such thing. There is no such thing as perfectionism. You're uh, you're just never going to achieve it. Yeah. And I know it sounds like morose when I say that, but what I uh, what I'm really learning is that as long as you can. make sure that your next is better than your than your last whatever it is your yeah. next project your next file your next photograph your next show yeah. your next stand up your next story your next podcast whatever line of work you're in um as long as you can make sure your next is better than your last that's the, the best I- ideal can, way to progress that is yeah. the ideal way there is no such thing as perfectionism you're never going to get this one and say ha ye podcast perfect hai now i'm done i don't need to do no i also think it's a great thing because i think when you reach that point then what that i think we're move, we're striving towards it we're moving towards it but then what i think my learning or unlearning of late has been to not even strive to perfection like it's not about being perfect it's about being good at what you're doing in the moment hmm. so if you're good at it now then your next thing should be better than your last and you should be good at it in the moment and i think that's the best <laughs> that's the ideal way to go about it it's yeah. uh, Wow, become wise, yeah. Yeah, this, this is super. Like, this is like who is this person? <laughs> who is this me? Your, your mom's watching this and tearing up. And My like, mom's so... watching this and being like, "Uh, please remember this. <laughs> yeah, make note of it and be like this. Either that or cut the crap. Yeah, just like... don't just say it on some podcast and come home and beat yourself about it. Be it. Do yeah. it. Yeah. So, I, I, so we, I mentioned this to our previous guest too, and uh, which is. according to you what you're saying where each and everything let's say the next segment or the next bit you're going to do is a little better uh, let's say incrementally a little better than what you did done earlier so you'll get to a point where you look back on your previous work and you're bound to cringe you're bound yeah. to like look, look at it and say what was i thinking yeah right and i think that's where the growth is yeah. right i think it's just this the strive for perfection is good but not you trying to ensure it is perfect because like you said it doesn't yeah. exist and it needn't always end up being like what was i thinking um because in that moment that was the amount of learning you had it's the best you could do yeah. at that point yeah. Yeah. yeah so as long as you know you've given your best in that moment yeah of course you can go back and say are this is i can <laughs> do so much better or whatever all that is yeah. there but you in that moment didn't have the learning that you have now yeah so in that moment if you did your best then what else can you <laughs> yeah you know? so true i have to just give me this clip <laughs> even if you don't upload it just so i can <laughs> watch it because i'm telling you man it's easier said than done yeah. honestly i am only saying it and i'm like saying it with such ease but it's been a tough journey even getting to this point because as a as a comic as an artist as a photographer i'm somebody who's always been so hard on myself and i think that has what made me get to this point ki yaar bas yeah just chill now <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you're going to fun also right exactly oh yeah i i completely get this because that's like the bane of my existence too in the sense every single day right anything like even with this episode we we had to set things up and i'm just ensuring 
we got something off the last episode so let's perfect that let's get this going you know make it and prasad my team member will also know this we both are just losing our shit over all these small things and then when you sit down this is one bit right we're shooting content then we sit down to edit and then we're like okay so yeah <laughs> what, what yeah there is something that's a little off yeah we could have done something differently but it, it is the best you, you know, could do that's the thing i have realized every time i've looked at my work or whatever i've gone oh i should have done this i could have done that i could have... yeah you can do 100 things but you didn't now you did that now you do whatever you're doing now properly <laughs> exactly instead of I, thinking about this really yeah, yeah. so yeah. i think it's been more this is me more telling myself all this but uh, ban it's a hard lesson to learn yeah. but sooner you learn it <laughs> the better yeah, yeah. <laughs> now this this whole challenge with perfectionism is just a ridiculous dude i mean i can't even you're your own best boss and worst boss for sure there's yeah. no denying that right i mean ideally you'd want you you'd look at your let's say if you're having a tough time with your actual boss and you're like i can do so much better than this and i deserve so much better and then you're like i could be a much better boss and then sadly enough you step up i mean you you start doing something on your own and then you realize oh shit i'm just like you know giving myself such a hard time and it becomes like a big big issue so yeah yeah but i i I cope with it in different ways. Yeah. Um I started this thing a while back which I still do is that every time I feel I've done something good or achieved something nice um whatever then I give myself something because I realize that when you work this is as a freelancer I realize that uh, you know if you, when you work in a company you have your salary to look forward to your diwali bonus your incentives something or the other whatever and i realize when you're a freelancer and you're working for yourself you don't actually have that correct and i think something there there is that feel good aspect in it a reward yeah a yeah. reward and everybody likes a reward yeah. and i think as freelancers we miss out on that yeah. so a while back i started doing this where if i achieved something nice or if i did something well or if i was happy with something or if something did well even if i wasn't happy mm. with it uh then i give myself something i give myself a gift or like i'll order something on amazon that i've put in my list and mm. said okay i'll get this only when kind mm. of thing mm. and i gift wrap it and i write a note to myself um also sounding like a crazy person <laughs> but <laughs> so after she said she's like oh <laughs> okay then no, no. but i do i yeah. do i will see like when i when masaba masaba released season 1 um i sent myself a gift saying hey puns congrats on season 1 netflix or whatever whatever yeah and uh, i and you get the perfect gift because you know what you want exactly <laughs> No but it's just just a feel good thing. So I do a lot of feel good things just to keep yeah. that spark and that thing yeah. alive also. Yeah, yeah. Um and I also said earlier like I like learning new things a lot. So I keep doing that as well. I keep looking for the next thing that I can learn. Like so during the lockdown I learned hula hooping. Mhm. And uh, Who, who's Eshna, right? Eshna. Eshna, yeah. So she's one of them. So I went to a bunch of classes actually. So before the lockdown, my beginner class was with Supriya. She's from Bangalore. Her thing is called Hope with Supriya. Okay. Then during the lockdown, I did an uh, I did Eshna Kuti's advanced okay uh, class online. Yeah. Um, 
which was so much fun. I didn't expect an online hooping class to be so much fun, but it was amazing. Yeah. And then I learned from a few people abroad because a lot of people were doing Zoom workshops. Yeah. So there's someone from Paris called Mariana, uh, who's one of my favorite hula hoopers. She took some uh, classes and workshops, so I took some of hers. And um, there is someone called Brianne uh, in New York. Uh, so I took her classes as well online. And so my entire lockdown was spent, I think, mostly learning hula hooping. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just usually looking for a new thing to learn. Like even when I was in college, when I was doing my BBM, I was learning pottery on the side. Yeah. Um, I've learned chocolate making. I've <laughs> learned how to play the piano. <laughs> I've learned drawing, sketching, <laughs> painting, charcoal sketching. So this has been like since I was a kid, I've been going for different, different classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's something that I still like doing. Yeah. And I think it just helps to keep the creative flow going. I may not do all those things now. Like I learned candle making. I don't make, I've never made candles after that class. Yeah, yeah. But it's something. It's a, it's a different avenue, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's Ishna? just for fun. Like yeah. I learn things for fun, also, not just to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eshna is someone I uh, had shortlisted for the show. Then it's when I realized that she lives and works out of Delhi. Yeah. So I was like, oh man, that's not happening anytime soon. So yeah, but Eshna, come for you anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I think there's this whole uh, what do you say challenge that people face where. If you have a hobby or something, like you were saying, all these things that are pastimes or just things you wanted to explore, there's this whole pressure of making money out of it, right? And there's yeah. like, oh, you're good at it. You like doing yeah. it. Why don't you just like start something? I'm like, relax, yeah. bro. I just want, I just wanted to explore yeah. it. Where's yeah. they are, and there's always this question, where's this going? Is this for life? I'm like, doesn't, I mean, did I tell you any of that? Yeah. I mean, I just wanted to try it out. Yeah. And, and, and I think uh, society is one thing that will pr probably inevitably add pressure to you. But then, you also put that pressure on yourself when you start listening to these other things. Right? Yeah. And people are like, oh, so maybe uh, she said it. So maybe I should think it. So should I really try out these yeah. classes? Yeah. And then you're like, to hell with that. I want to do it because I want to do it. Yeah. It's as simple yeah. as that, right? Yeah. And I think it's like you said, keeping your creativity and your creative yeah. mind going. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because all those things you just mentioned, everything is aligned from a creative aspect. Yeah. Pretty much everything. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm sure it's not. Yeah. I'm sure there's something to it, right? Yeah. I'm sure you keep yeah, but I also to enjoy. It. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. those are things I enjoy. So I mean, you look out for those sort of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, whatever, like, whatever your area of interest is, I guess. But yeah, I've always looked for this sort of. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you look at something, and there's a very uh, a keen or a unique way you look at it. This is the way I look at it, right? Yeah. And I'm sure you're looking at it from this line, and you're like, okay, this is. Uh, maybe how it'll uh, apply to me. Yeah. Right. And what can I take away from that? Just having fun, right? Yeah. Now. yeah that's yeah. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think taking things lightly is should be something yeah. that's <laughs> everyone should be on everyone's uh, billboard message uh, motto. Everything, right? If you think about it. Yeah. Because everyone's like like losing it over yeah. these whatever these smaller things and and like why what's yeah. the pleasure for what yeah. are we doing all of this for because like you said at the end of the day if you're not enjoyed this whole thing 10 years are put into let's say your so-called passion and 10 years you've just been like i'll reach that point and then i'll be happy and i'll be like it'll be yeah awesome. where is that point <laughs> where is that point it's not there it's just enjoy all the points yeah <laughs> then that's the best way yeah yeah and yeah. uh i also, another thing you spoke about is just rewarding yourself. I think we're just primal beings that 
function that way right yeah. they're putting in so much effort they're toiling away and the like habits itself right it ends with the reward in the loop yeah if you don't get a reward you don't go back to doing the habit yeah yeah so it's so important for you to do that yeah. I, i remember some both my wife and i are doing our own things uh what does she what does she do so she's uh, right now come uh, running a digital marketing agency so she has a couple of clients and uh, she helps out on just organic and inorganic marketing ads and what not along with a little bit of content too so she has a team who's helping out and you know she she's doing that whole gamut right okay. so um and i'm doing this along with a company in the fnb space hmm. uh, but now more more than ever i want to get into content more than okay. anything but uh, it's when we were we were just driving somewhere that day and we just <laughs> like uh, i i told her i had these people ask me whether they're going to work on a saturday or sunday and i'm just like i've lost that whole notion yeah. of weekend there's yeah, no same. weekend right yeah. i mean like uh, sometimes it hit me okay i'll be like today's friday no ah uh, that feeling <laughs> when i was at my corporate <laughs> uh that friday evening and then now it's like it, it doesn't matter because yeah. but then when like but it's so important that you stay on top of these things right yeah. like you don't let it control you but you yeah and to, it's also important to take a day off make it a tuesday or like a someday whatever day yeah. but yeah it, it is important even though as freelancers weekend is not there anymore yeah, yeah. but yeah. uh it's important to at least have that one day off uh yeah. is also something i've learned recently <laughs> This this show is all about Punya <laughs> learning things recently. <laughs> yeah, like here's what I've learned. <laughs> And mothers again, like tearing up, like yeah, or like I said, cut the crap. <laughs> no, but that only. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, but I I think it's so important, and we forget uh, not just. like you said taking a day off but also just rewarding yourself and you know let telling yourself that you you've just accomplished a big feat yeah so we we talk about this a lot and because there's long form content right it's like almost we're releasing a documentary of sorts every week yeah. because there's so much thought that's going into this right yeah. and uh, it's become a cycle now we're like we're done with this let's move on to the next we're done with this let's move on to the next but there's no like taking a breather and just enjoying yeah. letting it settle in yeah you have yeah. to factor that in oh my god yeah <laughs> when i think about this, i i i have these weird you know that weird feeling through through my spine and i'm just like Ugh. yeah but yeah it, it's a, it's a challenge dude and and funnily enough i don't even come from the content bit so you know like from the content space so this is something that's relatively new to me too so exploring the avenue and then also exploring all these facets is very interesting but also quite challenging yeah how did you get into it though like if you also keep saying this content is a new space yeah. how content i mean i should ask you the same thing because <laughs> we, that's where i was actually heading but how and yeah. why content <laughs> no because uh, so i i think i t- kind of mentioned this to you and you asked me to right where is the show heading or why yeah. are you even doing yeah. this more than anything it's a reaffirmation to myself that with all these things that we are talking about and my wife uh, uh, you know says this to uh, all my, all of our family members too which is like if not anything he's got a series now which he can show to kids or he can come back to time and again and just look at it and then the knowledge and wisdom i've gotten just from you know having i think yours yours is probably going to be some 30 something episode i've had so many guests on the show and everyone's doing very different things with their lives but i think what really ties 
you know all of it together is just leading a very meaningful life you know yeah. do something that and do something that you would be happy with yeah right not like just do something for the heck of it because from an either finance perspective or from you know like everyone's like oh you need to lead a uh, you know life of passion so hustle put there's a hustle pawn culture as well right like put in all the effort and you lose your shit but for what yeah at the end of it you you lost your hair you lost your brain cells and you're <laughs> like for what do yeah it's so depressing but yeah. i think when you get into enjoying the hustle and when you trim down hustle to enjoying it within that space i think it's so important yeah yeah so more than anything it's reaffirmation so this series is not against the odds it's <laughs> just reaffirmation series <laughs> for akash that's it <laughs> yeah but but yeah that's one thing but uh, i think just like me and you there are so many other people who need you know this reaffirmation and a lot of people just don't have that you know maybe forget guidance it's just they don't have a direction of sorts and they just do what everyone else is doing i'm sure you know a lot of people i know a lot of people especially part of the whole corporate world it was something that was definitely a challenge so talking about content tell me that how did you get into that and something i think you've been taking very like you said very relaxed that, yeah i light. really am right yeah. that i am genuinely light about how did you get to that because whatever the principles you applied there can be applied to other places yeah. and we'll we'll get to that so yeah. you tell me how do you do that i just there's so much content online <laughs> that i get so overwhelmed with just consuming yeah that much that i was like okay i'm not going to do that like of course uh, there was a point where i was looking at other people and i was like oh i should also one video a day i should do this i should do that whatever and then i just asked myself what do i want from this what do i want to put out there what do i want to say um do i just want something every day to grow numbers to whatever of course i want to grow numbers but no i don't want to grow it that way i really want to put out something which maybe i have something to say um maybe on a topic or not just for the sake of it mm, and yeah. i want an audience that's like that that wants to consume that that's that kind of audience so i was like okay i'm going to do it my way and it's okay however long it takes or whatever and also i'm not very fond of social media that's the other thing it's of course it's part of everyone's work now it is work now mm but um i just don't enjoy it as much like i prefer i miss real life interactions like even in terms of comedy i would any day pick a live event over watching a video on youtube yeah. or watching anything online yeah. so for me i think that live is something that i enjoy a lot more that social media is also taking a bit of a push also in a way ki okay karna pad raha hai karte hain but i also don't want to feel this way ki ha karna pad raha hai to let's do let's i want to enjoy that also then so i asked myself how do i enjoy it i enjoy it if i create when i feel like creating and if i put out something when i feel like i have something to say and so i said okay i'm going to stick to that and do it that way no matter what anyone says no matter if people are saying are you're not putting anything when are you going to this that meri marzi there's a reason i'm my it's own it's my handle <laughs> yeah and there's a reason that yeah. i it's it's my account it's my this thing so i'll do it my way only. and my way is this that i want to not stress about it right there's yeah. enough to stress about i don't need one more i think thing. you've spoken about a lot of those already so but... i'm just like no this i really don't want any pressure i am not answerable to anyone so yeah. i want to do it that way right yeah 
So when did when did all of these characters and all these things start though? At what point were you like? That started in school though. I've always yeah. been. I've always done accents and imitated teachers, people around me, things like that. So that happened then. But uh, and this character I've been doing on stage for really long. Okay. Uh, it's only now during the lockdown that I sort so of all goes back to lockdown. No? Yeah, it's only <laughs> during the lockdown that I gave her a look and like put it online. But otherwise, I've been doing it on stage for a very long time. And otherwise, it started in school. Okay. Okay. So, did you have like a Malayali teacher? Yes, and, I did. My yeah, chemistry we, teacher. Okay, we all do. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> Why is it that uh, chemistry teachers are always Malayali? I have no idea. <laughs> but it was that, uh, and also a lot of, I think I the so my accent, the specific the character comes from, it's a mix of this. <coughs> this teacher in school and this one nurse that i had come across who had a very thick accent so i started mimicking them then in school for fun and now it's online <laughs> wow <laughs> and uh, do do a lot of people compare you to lola kuti and actually some people do yeah um because the look is that of a typical malayali woman So I went online and I typed what do Malayali women wear and it's that onam wala sari and the look and the whatever so that look comes from there and so does hers yeah her character's look also comes from a typical Malayali woman yeah so there is that and um, also she was a very popular character yeah uh i somehow i didn't grow up watching her as such mm uh but i know her now because of we are in the same industry so obviously yeah and uh, but i recently she put out something on instagram i think and, uh, yeah on oh, her okay. instagram okay okay and i realized that the accent while it is a malayali accent hers is actually very different also because she is really yeah malayali uh, malayali and i am not <laughs> so i think mine is a little more exaggerated in that sense yeah um but i also noticed that the of course the style of content i mean the style of things that we are saying, saying is completely different because yeah. i have a different way of writing jokes and saying things yeah. and she of course has her own way of doing it so i know that there is a difference mm. uh, of course but i do get the comparison because there are people who've seen her grown up watching her and they're like are malayali <laughs> this that whatever but uh, one thing i find is that there's not just one person in the world who can do a malayali accent so that is another thing that yaar kahi kerala mein chale jao to 100 women are talking like this only kerala yeah, yeah. or wherever yeah um there is that yeah, we don't need to go to kerala we can just come yeah, and study exactly. chemistry <laughs> or that um there is that and one more thing i was going to say totally slipped my mind uh uh it is my fault i, I brought in the chemistry okay. joke <laughs> uh, uh yeah totally forgot her i i forgot her name though uh, she's anu a, menon oh yeah anu yeah. menon yeah i was yeah. going to say anupama anu menon yeah. yeah yeah oh god yeah she's she's been a veteran like yeah. she's like been there and oh yeah the other thing i was going <laughs> to say is that i also feel very complimented when people do that it's yeah. that i feel uh i mean ek to she is malayali already and there's it was such a popular character that i feel when 
पीपल कंपेयर आई ऑल्सो फील कॉम्प्लीमेंटेड इन इन वन वे कि वर्ल्ड Why would you think that only one person would be born with that talent? Uh, there can be so many people doing that, but the important thing to remember is to do it your way. So what I what I don't uh, what I don't get when people do is the blind comparison. Ki are but you're just doing the same thing. No, but then listen to the content. Look at the nuances. listen to the jokes. Yeah. Um, look at the character. There is. something different that she's put into her character because her character will have certain different it's a different person it's coming from a different place yeah, yeah, yeah. and so is this yeah. so that's where i feel when that blind this thing comes in that's where i'm a little bit like why would people think that only one person can tomorrow there might be 10 other people yeah. doing characters like that as long as they're doing it their way as long as i'm not sitting and like copying her content which is wrong of yeah. course plagiarism is completely wrong as long as you're not sitting and like copying and yeah. whatever then it's fine because you're writing your own thing so obviously i've put my thought into the character my own nuances mm. of which there are many to be honest at this point with miss lizzy yeah. that um i i don't understand the blind comparison i don't understand the thing where people are like are but uh, you know yeah i'm yeah. like are but there are so many people that yeah. can have the same talent yeah yeah uh you just have to do it your way and of course i do it my way miss lizzy is a completely different person like even if they were standing side by side you'd know they're two different people yeah. so uh that is something that i also and i also feel very strongly about miss lizzy i've given her <laughs> she has her own back story she is <laughs> she has her own personality in fact i feel her personality is so different from mine as well even though we are literally the same person but she has her own personality i don't have her personality she has her own personality so Dude, this like you're like this diversity personified because you're basically a punjabi living in bangalore doing a malu character yeah. which is crazy and yeah. wow and did you have any other did you try out any other characters i, I do some other characters you do well. okay okay yeah. okay so i do uh, an american accent <laughs> uh i have that character also is it that i don't post as much as those characters yet i will if i feel like it exactly it goes um, back to that <laughs> but i really enjoyed being i i i just enjoy being miss lizzy it's yeah. that also i just feel like i transform i love being her <laughs> so i think that's why she gets more uh, more attention than my <laughs> other characters but there is there's also punjabi There's not Punjabi. There's also like a North Indian character that I have called Sweetie. Uh, there's the 
whatever the american accent character called becca so there is all this but miss uh, yeah. lizzie is my favorite yeah. and my mom's favorite oh yeah yeah i i asked because more often than not people when they get into uh mimicry and you know all these things you usually don't stop with one you have a few you know yeah. an array of characters yeah. Right? yeah but yeah cool i think that's a good place to wrap things up oh, now unless you wanted to talk about something else uh, wow. because i don't know if this episode's perfect yet <laughs> i'm just <laughs> just going back to that joke but uh, yeah uh, i i think i'll ask uh, one thing of you which i ask of all our guests which is what's one last thing you'd want to put out there for everyone and again this is one of those generic questions just to put you on the spot <laughs> so what would that be it could be something we've spoken about or it could be anything you know of the top of your but mainly the perfection thing of course that there is no such thing uh just enjoy what you're doing in the moment and make sure next is better than your last and this is a note to myself and note to others also that there is no need to take yourselves too seriously just chill uh, <laughs> do many things because one life I think <laughs> so do many things and yeah and don't take yourself too seriously I feel like we end up doing that quite a bit I also end up doing it a lot but I have to remind myself that uh, no it's okay it's okay to make mistakes it's okay to do things at your own pace um one uh, actually one of the main things that and I will wrap with this is that uh, my mom um told me this so a lot of times i'm in a hurry you know sometimes you see somebody else maybe started after you getting yeah, to yeah. getting ahead or you know things the, like that and you race. start feeling like uh, yeah you start feeling like you're part of a race and you're like oh i should be at that point i should be at this point why am i not there yet why am i not doing this yet why am i not earning this much yet this that whatever we all have fallen in this trap at some point or the other still falling <laughs> yeah so many times but i think one of the most um, amazing examples was that my mom told me that i should look at my career and everyone should look at their lives and their careers like dum biryani <laughs> it all goes back to biryani <laughs> you cannot rush that biryani you cannot put it on the stove and put the gas on high and expect it to have the same taste it has to be cooked on that slow flame Simmer. it has to take that time for it to really get that dum for the flavors to get incorporated so it takes time to make a good dum biryani you cannot rush that process so anything in life where you start to feel like you're like oh no i should rush rush this i should hurry up whatever just start to look at it as dum biryani and be like man i cannot rush it because it has to taste good so it needs that time take that time man be dum biryani just i will leave you with that oh my god your mom's such a smart person she knew exactly how to you know drive the message home with you cuz she picked that biryani and she knew exactly how to sell it yeah that's oh the, and i think that's the when it hit, i was like are dum biryani just my life is all about being dum biryani so i'll put that out there be dum biryani treat your careers like dum, dum biryani from biryani dum biryani everything is dum biryani oh my god that's awesome and um, where can people find you online where can you send them um so i'm on youtube 
I have my YouTube channel which has uh, one video so far and we'll have more videos soon when you feel like it yeah I, no soon <laughs> now it's a bit beyond that feeling because I've been signed by an agency and they're like dalo karo to okay um not that they're forcing me but I also want to at this point I do feel like it yeah so I'm on YouTube uh, if you type punya rora my channel comes up and otherwise I'm on Instagram and Twitter click madness That's okay. my handle. Why though? Why everyone should ask this to, to themselves when they come up with their first email ID and their first <laughs> handles. There is no explanation. At that point I was into photography and I wanted to call it click and click was taken and I was like chalo click madness because I thought it was so cool. I was like you click on this account for madness and Now I'm just stuck with it. I'm used to it and I'm stuck with it and I think it's ridiculous and it's stupid but I would like to hold on to that part of me uh because that's who I was then and I like to embrace it. So there's no, no correct answer but it is click fat. If you just told me uh just like your first email that's it everyone knows the answer already that like, is pretty ah, much what it was. <laughs> Oh man this is awesome Punya thank you so much thank for you. making thank time for this Oh man thank you for having me this was fun Yeah it was awesome So yeah how do you like that episode and more importantly what did you think of that conclusion a last message from Punya Life is truly like dumb biryani isn't it So yeah if you like that then consider hitting the like button And if you are listening to this over audio then consider subscribing or following the show there and also just let me know your thoughts over Instagram I'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to support the show then it only takes a few seconds and it's completely free and really really helps us because we're putting in a lot of thought into the episodes. So you could either leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcast it really helps get the word out there with the algorithm. If you're not on Apple Podcast then consider just sharing the episode with your family and friends. You could use Instagram stories or WhatsApp statuses or just maybe just sending out messages to your friends over WhatsApp. Yeah, maybe consider spamming some of these WhatsApp groups you're part of. If not anything else, simply just let some of your near and dear ones know of the episode or the show and I'm sure it's something that will intrigue them. Like I said, we're putting in a lot of thought so I'm sure if this is in any way benefiting you, I'm sure it's going to help some of the other folks too. Cool, I think that wraps up this particular episode. How do I do on time? Not bad. Uh, what's the time again? A minute and okay, fifteen seconds. Not bad. Cool. It's like I'm getting a better, better hang of this. Cool. Then I'll see you guys on the next one. Until then, ciao.